and welcome to From the EBPL Archives, Encore Presentations from the East Brunswick Public Library. I am your host, Melissa Hosick. This event was presented as part of our Just for the Health of It initiative. Just for the Health of It is a proprietary health literacy program developed by the East Brunswick Public Library to promote health literacy in Middlesex County. To learn more, visit justforthehealthofit.org. Now, enjoy the program. Welcome, and thank you for joining us this afternoon for today's Lunch and Learn with the Doctor, and for better exercise, best you. My name is Kathy Churn, and I'm a Consumer Health Librarian at East Brunswick Public Library. Today's program is brought to you by St. Peter's University Hospital and the Library's Just for the Health of It initiative to promote community health and wellness. Our speaker today is Dr. Bonnie Saunders, Doctor of Physical Therapy and Manager of Physical Rehabilitation Services at St. Peter's University Hospital. Please be aware that this talk is being recorded. Please keep your microphones muted and your webcams off. The recording will be available at ebpl.org slash YouTube. If you have any questions, please type them into the chat box. Our speaker will answer questions at the end of the talk. The speaker will not be able to offer medical advice to attendees during this program. And without further ado, I'll turn things over to Dr. Saunders. Thank you so much. Um, it's actually so nice to see that there are so many people um, you know, attending this. Um, makes me a little nervous, but excited at the same time. Um, should I go ahead and share my screen right now? Yes, go ahead. Okay, okay. All right, so that should be up. Hopefully you can see my screen. Um, I did want to um, share with you, this is uh, the first time I'm doing a, a talk of this kind of venue. And um, it's a little different for all of us, I'm sure. We're, we're slowly getting used to this Zoom thing, um, which has been highly beneficial. But um, so I will try to do my best to communicate clearly. Um, I want this to be a very practical conversation here, talk. Um, I, I sat in on talks before where, you know, I, I get off of it, I'm thinking, well, that was a waste of my time. And I just have not wanted to be uh, that person. So my goal is to make this practical and helpful. And if you can walk away from this with one tip, one or two tips, um, then I will feel um, that that's been successful. So to get started with, I wanted to share a little bit of the perspective for this talk. This talk is really not for those that are already highly engaged in an exercise program and they kind of have something that, that fits for them and works for them and um, are really comfortable with that. Those people probably would not you know, listen to a, a Zoom talk like this. Um, more what I see this talk for is uh, for the, I would say more the common uh, folk uh, you know, those that you would like to be exercising, know we need to exercise, maybe not quite sure how to start or when I start, I have trouble keeping going, um, you know, just trying to find something that works. Um, and so that's really what I see this talk can be the most beneficial for. So, you know, again, I hope that you all will uh, be able to find, you know, a few things from this that can be beneficial to you. Uh, one small disclaimer, I will be mentioning a few products in here. I don't have any vested interest in anything, and these are really just all suggestions. Um, so without further 
uh, delay, I'll get into um, the objectives. What I'd like to accomplish in this little talk is I'd like to discuss the reasons or the goals of why we exercise, uh, review the various types of exercise and how to choose the best exercise um, for our goals, and then consider the various venues of exercise, um, discuss briefly barriers, um, to our plans um, and maybe strategize a little bit about how we can reduce these barriers. And the last thing is it's always important, anything you wanna try to build into your life, um, you have to have something of a goal set up. So um, if some of you may have already been, already be familiar with the SMART goals, um, but um, if not, I can introduce that here to you um, today as well. So. Wanted to start off with this, this little cartoon. Um, you can read it on your screen. And this is so, so true. Um, how can we improve our health? There are so many, many, many things that our health can be improved by exercise. We'll talk a few, a few, a few of these here today. Um, but everything I talk about today will not be an exhaustive list. Um, of any of it. It's, this is just a, like a, a, a sampling, um, something to wet people's exercise and maybe get your, your thoughts going a little bit. But truly exercise is one of the key pillars of our health. Um, it keeps all of our body systems going, keeps our mind alert, it keeps our mood elevated. So there's a lot of reasons. So, you know, what can we do to improve our health? Exercise, exercise. It's very, very, very important. Um, Okay, so I wanted to, to get this started. I wanted to talk a little bit about the common cycle of exercise. And when I say call it a common cycle, we all know those people, um, I've got a few in my life, um, who have made exercise just a part of their daily life and they've done it for years and years and it's just, it's as common and natural to them as eating. Um, for most of us though, I would argue that um, we've had this like love-hate relationship with exercise. We know we wanna do it, um, we wanna start it, we don't always finish it, you know, it's that on and off cycle. And it's very, it's very tough um, to kind of at times get something going. And I, I, I'm going to share a lot of the things that I've gleaned professionally and even personally in this talk about maybe some of these ways we can combat that off and on cycle of exercise and maybe really looking to build it into a little bit more um, a, a consistent part of our lives. Um, I will tell you, I, my story is I, when I was younger, I used to exercise for um, all different kinds of reasons, you know, wanting to look good or whatever. And it, things have changed over the years. Um, I have, because I'm, you know, getting older, I need to really relook at why I'm exercising and building that motivation in. I also used to do a lot of, you know, a lot more aggressive exercise. I mean, I could go to the gym and, you know, had time and to work out when I was much younger. But then, you know, kids come along, job, there's a lot of, lot of barriers that stand in the way of us doing like these aggressive workouts. And sometimes we have in our mind that, you know, we need to do something big. And if we're not doing it that way, that particular way that, you know, we're told in the textbooks or on the, you know, the exercise classes and DVD that we're not able to really um, give benefit to our bodies. So, you know, it's part of that is just rethinking some of this. Um, and then I also want to talk about starting versus continuing. You know, sometimes starting is the hardest part. It's hard to find what we want to do and when we want to do it, how we want to do it. But um, I would also argue, I think in, I've talked to so many, many people, it's, 
oftentimes it's not more than the starting, it's the continuing. You know, we can start, it's the new year, it's a birthday, it's some other kind of event that we decide then, hey, I'm really going to start this now. I'm going to set this goal. I'm going to do this. And we might do it for, you know, a week or two weeks, a month, and then it kind of, you know, wanes off and, and it falls off. So, you know, that's again, part of this perspective of this little talk I want to give is how can we, you know, work to really um, focus this in a little bit better on what we need. So what I would propose is a key that we need to really determine why we want to exercise and then what we want to achieve. Um, and then we tailor our exercise routine or whatever we're doing around this. And probably most importantly is choosing something that works for you and that you enjoy. That's so critical. Um, sometimes as far as exercise go, we tend to think of gym or we tend to think of running. We tend to think of these big things. I'm like, I can't do that. I, I hate to run. So I'm never going to be a runner. I will tell you over the years, I've tried it a few times because I'm, I'm going to do this. And, and I do it for a few weeks and it falls off. It's just not me. So um, finding something that I enjoy that gives me that kind of, that meets my objective for exercise, that is really, really critical. And there's all different ways to, to accomplish that. So I wanted to take a second and just look at why do we exercise? Um, and we could all probably list about, you know, five or 10 reasons off the top of our heads of why we should exercise. And I, the question really, I want to make it a little bit more personal for each of us is why do you want to exercise or why do you feel like you need to exercise? What is your specific reason for this? That's going to be really key to try to, you know, figure that out and then build your program or build what your routine or whatever you want to do around that. Very, very important. Um, as I mentioned just a minute ago, um, you know, when I was younger, you know, a lot of the reason I wanted to exercise was because I wanted to you know, stay looking good or, you know, get ready for, uh, you know, uh, beach at the summer or something. Um, but I'm in my mid fifties now, and I have realized that I, I care about that, but what I care about more is my health. And so for me, I've, I've realized what I need is I need good cardiac health. Um, I've got some cardiac um, diagnoses in uh, for myself and even uh, histories within my family. Um, I need to also work to build and maintain um, muscle mass. It's very important as we age. And then flexibility. These are my three big things that I know that for my health, I really need to build in. Well, when I have tried to tailor a program to kind of meet all of those things equally, I get a little overwhelmed and then I feel like I'm, I can't do it. I try to build a program and, and, and then I do it for a little while and I fall off. And then, you know, you kind of get into that, that cycle again and that guilt cycle and like, I can't do it. And then I don't want to start it again because, you know, you know, I'm sure probably most of you can relate to that. If it's not regarding exercise, it's other things we do. So, um, what I decided, I needed to really figure out what is my top reason for exercise. And at this point in my life, I've decided it really is about cardiac health. More than anything, I need to keep my heart strong. And that means I need to do things that are going to elevate my heart rate and get that out there. And I need to do it consistently enough, a few times, you know, three times or so during the week, in order to meet that minimum threshold of benefit. So it, it, it kind of helps to focus in on that maybe keep your goals or your, your, your focus smaller. And then as you can build in some routine and it feels like it's more working for you, then add more. It's not saying you can't add other things to it. But again, I'm a big fan of keeping things simple 
um, so that we set ourselves up for success. So in order to do that, um, I wanted to talk through some of the common reasons of why we might exercise and maybe what type of exercise that you, you would consider to do that for. So the first one I have here is weight control. And in order to, obviously that involves burning calories. In order to burn calories, we have to get our heart rates up. So it's really important you do some kind of cardio, um, some, you know, something that, you know, aggressive walking or biking or um, even just, you know, exercising where you are getting that heart rate elevated. Um, to add to that, what is helpful is also using, using some uh, resistance with that. So those are, that's, that's kind of a general idea with weight control, what you want to do. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about this. this is a little overview here. Um, so with building muscle mass, again, as we age, this is really important. Um, there are two different types of, of building we do with this. One is toning versus building mass. Um, most of us on this call are probably more wanting to, if we want to take care of our muscle mass, we want, probably want to more tone than actually bulk up like bodybuilding. So for tone, what you really want to do is you want to do what we call low load and high repetitions. So you might want to do, you, you need to have, you know, some weights, you know, so it might be like a one pound, two pound, not very high uh, weight load, but you want to do a lot of repetitions. That's going to really tone up your muscles and add endurance to them. So you might do, you know, if you're doing like, you know, arm exercises, overhead lifts, you might take a one or two pound weight. And maybe what you'll do is 15 reps, take a break and then do 15 more reps. Um, and you know, you, you're doing some, you can keep adding to the number of repetitions that you're doing for the particular exercise. If you are trying to bulk up, what you wanna do is you wanna do a high load and low repetitions. So you might, there are all kind of formulas around that, which I won't get into now, but you're going to use a very high um, uh, weight load based on some of these formulas and maybe do like five reps. So it'll be a very, a very different approach. Um, with cardiovascular, cardiopulmonary, um, you know, with that, obviously what you want to do with that is your aerobic type exercises. You want to do things that are going to get your heart rate up there. Um, you know, the, the ideal is 30 minutes, um, three times a week to get that minimum threshold benefit for your cardiovascular system. And that's really important. You know, we, we need to keep the blood moving through our bodies in order to, you know, decrease the plaque buildup. Um, in, in order to keep our hearts pumping and keep them strong. Um, so it, it is very important that that is a part of um, our programs as we, as we um, age. Um, increasing flexibility, we all know what that's about. You know, you start to feel stiff and you know, it just, it's, it's harder to get moving in the mornings and things like that. Flexibility is really one of the pillars of our physical health the more we can keep our, our muscles and our joints stretched and, and limber, um, we are less prone to injury, um, we're less prone to arthritis and um, those little aches and pains and things like that. So stretching, just general stretching type exercises are great. Yoga is amazing for this. Pilates is great for this. Uh, mental health is another reason we exercise. And this helps in so many different ways with mental health. It can help elevate our mood. If you're, if you're struggling with some depression, hey, this last year has been tough. You know, one of the best things to do is to, to start to work through some exercise program for this. 
our energy level. As we exercise, we actually can increase our metabolism, which, which increases our energy level. Stress management. We all know as we exercise, it helps to, re, it helps to reduce that stress level that we have, helps us to actually manage stressors better. Um, exercise also increases our mental focus and a mental acuity. Um, it's one of the things they talk about with um, like Alzheimer's prevention is a good cardio program where you're really, you know, you're exercising, you got that blood circulating, you're oxygenating the brain. Those things are really very important. Um, a few more reasons of why we exercise. Balance and core stability. Um, again, it becomes more important as we age to really work with balance and core stability. We know that naturally our muscle mass starts to decrease actually around age 40. So in our forties already, our bodies, um, our muscles are not developing and they're not, they're not holding that mass as they, as they did when we were younger. So it's important that we keep that up because then that, if, if we lose that, um, that muscle mass, it affects our core, which is our midsection, which kind of gives us that stability that impacts our balance. It's a much easier to, um, keep your balance and keep your stability than it is to have to regain it. Um, so then also to prevent and manage disease. Um, you know, when we exercise, regardless of what type of exercise, although cardio is, all, cardio is always good for this, um, stroke, high blood pressure, uh, cancers, et cetera, uh, can be prevented and managed better. Um, better sleep. If you wanna sleep better, exercise a little bit during the day, burn off some of those, you know, burn off some calories, um, you know, make your body tired, make your body ready for that sleep. And lastly, although some of you may laugh when I say this for the fun of it, you know, when we move our bodies, especially if it's something we enjoy, it can be fun and it really can make us feel great. Um, so I wanted the next thing I wanted to share this little, uh, this little image with you here is, is I do weights for muscle health. I do cardio for heart health and chocolate for mental health. So again, there's all different ways that we can, um, um, keep ourselves fit. And I, I do agree. Chocolate is um, a really good thing. <laughs> um, so I wanted to, uh, just, I, as the, the clock is moving and I'm trying to watch this, um, I wanted to address the types of exercise that fit me best, fit you, you best. So what I wanted to do is talk through some general types of exercise. Maybe some of these you wouldn't have really considered for yourself because maybe you haven't had exposure to it. So this is really gonna be a very quick survey, but I wanted to highlight a few things um, that, are, that I believe can be helpful. Yoga is something that a lot of people um, might um, like shy away from because it seems so, at times it can seem very intense, but um, some of the venues that I'll talk about in a minute offer some yoga stretches and, and yoga um, approaches that can be done very easily by anyone in your own home. And I actually have incorporated yoga um, into my fitness probably about 15 years ago. And I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference in um, the way you carry your bodies the, the decrease in the stiffness or the aches and pains, it really makes a very big difference. Um, I don't do it. Um, I don't do it multiple times a week. I usually try to you get in some yoga, um, maybe once or twice a week, but I have some key stretches that I do probably on a daily basis that have come from some of the, the what I've gleaned from yoga. Um, Pilates, it's similar to yoga, um, but a little different. 
Um, it's it exercise, it's a method of exercise that incorporates, incorporates these controlled movements. It emphasizes alignment, breathing, flexibility, and build, building your core. Um, strength training and toning. Uh, this, there's three parts to this. I talked a, a little bit at that a minute ago. It's increasing muscle tone, um, increasing muscle mass or that bulk. The, the third part that I didn't mention earlier was about bone health um, and through weight bearing. So strength training is actually a really great way to build your bone health. And that is a really impact as we age again, especially women postmenopausal, we know that we can become um, osteoporotic and the bones get a little weaker. The bones actually are strengthened when they have, uh, when you have weight bearing on them, when you're using um, weight, like either weight bearing from your body or you're using weights. Um, it, it's so this is a really great thing to incorporate as you are, um, as you're aging, really at any point in time, it's really great to keep that, that bone health. Um, I wanted to mention interval training um, because this has been a trending form of exercise over the last several years. And a lot of you probably heard about HIIT training, which is high, um, high intensity interval training. There's also basic interval training or repetition training. This really is where there's uh, maybe three or four or five different types of exercises that, you'll, that you would do for certain number of repetitions and then you repeat that whole cycle. So the hit part of it, the high intensity, usually those are really aggressive types of exercises. Um, you might be your burpees, your mountain climbers, things like that, that you'll do those for maybe five repetitions and, or maybe you'll do it for like two or three minutes. And then you'll go through those series of exercises and then you'll repeat that whole cycle. So it's a pretty intense workout, but you can do, you know, 20 minutes of a hit, 25 minutes of a hit exercise program, burn off a lot of calories and get a lot of exercise in. I would say for most of us, you know, especially if you're getting started, that's not the where to, where to start. Um, but I actually do an interval training as a part of my exercise program. I have um, several exercises that have become uh, like kind of a, a core to my program. And I might do them for like 20 repetitions each and then repeat that cycle maybe three or four times. Um, Cause that way you can kind of get a, a better holistic um, body approach. So that's, that's another trend that you'll see that's out there. Um, and the next slide, um, aerobic exercise. We all know about this. There's dancing, swimming, biking, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of different things. I mean, Zumba, Zumba classes used to be really big. Um, hiking is another great form of exercise. If there are a lot of great parks in, um, you know, in New Jersey and you can get out to do some of this, this hiking and it can really, you know, get your heart rate up. It's also engaging. It's fun. Sometimes it doesn't feel like exercise because, you know, you're doing it just because you want to enjoy it, but it really is a great form of exercise. Um, I wanted to highlight taking a brisk walk. Um, some of you may have Fitbits and Apple watches and things like that, that can monitor your fitness. And if you have ever worn that when you were say riding a bike or doing another kind of exercise, and also when you may be taking a brisk walk for you know, 20 minutes, 
you would, if you looked at your Fitbit or your Apple watch, you would find that you probably are burning off as many or more calories taking a brisk walk as you are riding a bike. And actually in, in, I found in most cases when I'm riding my bike, I'm burning off a lot fewer calories. When you're taking a nice brisk walk, something that's going to get your heart rate elevated, your body is engaged that whole entire time. So it walking cannot be underplayed at all. It is a great form of exercise. And if that becomes your cardio workout, just make sure you're kind of walking at a nice clip um, that's comfortable to you, but to get your heart rate up. You also might want to include some stretching with that, maybe either that day or another day, and maybe just, just basic um, exercises that you would um, add to that. And that could give you a nice, well-rounded program. Um, sports and sporting activities, obviously, obviously those are other forms of exercise. All right, so moving right along, I wanted to address some of the venues for exercise. Um, gyms are, is the first venue I think most people think of. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Gyms can be great. And for some people, they work out really, really well. I will tell you for me, I've had many, many, many gym memberships over the year. The years, um, I think probably most of them, I didn't even continue going through the first six months. Um, for me, gyms just never seemed to fit into my lifestyle. It was very hard for me to find the time to get to the gym. I loved it when I was there. It was more about just the time involved, et cetera, et cetera. So um, if some of you may be like me, um, some of you that may be your ticket and that's great. Also with, you know, with the pandemic going on, it can be very uh, challenging. But again, some of these gyms are offering online classes as well, which is great. Um, I will say over the last year, um, many people that I've talked to, including myself, have moved to some of the phone and computer apps. Um, if you have a smart TV, these can also be put on your TV so you can do them in your living room. I am a huge fan of these apps. Most of these apps um, are free. They have a free version, excuse me, but they can be upgraded um, if you want to add more exercises to it or if you want to increase the difficulty, things like that. Um, one of the ones that I do is 8Fit and it's, um, it can be you know, purchased in the, your, um, your app stores. Um, but it's, and you can do it on the computer, um, on your phone. Um, but what's really nice about these, many of these, including as I listed here, you know, Apple, if you have Apple products, they have that in you know, the fitness app on there, your Fitbit, OpenFit is another app. Um, these have um, like little exercise classes per se that you can join into whenever you want to. And they range anywhere from like 10 to 15 minutes up to 30 minutes. They range from beginners all the way up through advanced if you really want to give it a good workout. They also have all different kinds of exercises. They might just have regular stretching. They might have upper body. They might have cardio. They have boxing. They have all different kinds of things. And so what I have found over the last year is I've actually gotten to explore other types of exercises, even bar classes, you know, like the ballerinas with the bar. Those are great fitness classes. I never would have thought of doing that. But I saw that I thought, let me try it. And I really like some of it. So I think the value to some of these apps is that you can, you can go in and you can kind of you know, bounce around to different things and find something you like and honestly never get bored. And you can do it if you've got 10 minutes, you can do it for 10 minutes. If you've got more time, you can do it for more. The key is getting your body moving. 
Um, so also another venue is parks. There are a lot of parks out there, as I mentioned before with the hiking, but even in some of the county um, parks, they have um, like a lot of nice walking trails. A lot of them have like your fitness stations that can be you know, really fun and engaging. Um, and I put here, be creative. There are a lot of ways that you can exercise. Um, you know, the key truly is finding something that works for you and something that you enjoy. If you don't enjoy it, and if it doesn't become somewhat fun and engaging for you, um, it's something that's not going to last. So it's very important that, that you and you, you know, seek something out like that. Um, and I know that may sound very common sense-ish, which it is, but um, I think sometimes we make these things more difficult. I will speak for myself. I have always made it a little more difficult than I should have. And as I've gotten, you know, a little smarter over the years, the last 10 years or so, I feel like I've, I've kind of gotten into um, a good, good place where I can feel good that I'm, I'm taking care of my body um, without guilt. Um, so I wanted to the next part. Um, let me check my time. Uh, I wanted to talk briefly about some of the barriers to exercise. Um, because I think it's important, um, it, again, I'm assuming that some of the people in this audience may have, this, have had my same issue with the on and off. Um, and it's important if we wanna set anything up for success to figure out what it is that makes us to push that off button. So one of these is the first one I put here, which was a big one for me, was we start too big, too intense, too much time commitment. It's like you, we bite off more than we can chew we think I'm gonna really do it this time, I'm gonna go all in, but it just seems to fall apart. So one of the things I suggest is start with just one reason or one purpose for exercise. Like I mentioned earlier, like I pulled things back when my life was getting a little crazy and I, I needed to exercise, but I had too much going on. I needed to focus in on cardio. So that is what I did. And that's why I would suggest start with one reason, like go think back to what it is that you really wanna accomplish. What is it in your health or otherwise that you want? And then focus in on that, build your program around that type of exercise, find something fun with that, that you can do. Again, I suggest starting like something with, you know, three times a week, if you can only do 15 minutes a day to make it work for you, then start there. You know, you got to build some success in, and once you do that, then you can add to it if that works for you. The next one is not enough time. Okay, that's common for all of us. I mean, who has like lots and lots of time on your hands? Probably not, probably very few of us. Um, so what I would suggest to be people, um, because this is what I had to do for myself, is really monitor your schedule for a week. Almost do like a little time study for yourself. And, and as you're going through the week, try to find, you know, identify at least maybe three times that you can squeeze in something. Um, and it might even be like, I put things here, like, you know, maybe just squeeze in a walk. If you need to get up a little earlier, do that. If you're in your house and you, you, know, you couldn't fit something in, you know, climb the stairs, you know, walk a little bit more, drive less. Um, another key that might be is exercise while you watch TV. That's a great thing. If you have a few things, that you know that you don't have to be watching a DVD or you know, um, a, a, you know someone instructing you, do it while you're watching TV. It's great because um, then your mind's engaged and you're, you're working your body. Um, the next one is lack of motivation. This is a big, we might be initially motivated. Like I'm gonna do this because I need to, I need to, but you know, and then quickly it wanes. Um, I would suggest a strategy to, to um, set specific goals 
Um, keep it simple, start small, build in that success, as I mentioned, and then increase it. Um, I put a note in here to keep in mind that if you haven't done a lot of exercise and you're really wanting to build this into your life, you're really looking at a lifestyle change. And that's what I would suggest the best way to good health with this is to really build it in as part of your lifestyle. We all know that habits take generally six weeks to hardwire. Um, so it's, it's important that we are patient with ourselves. Uh, we try to keep things you know, th that are attainable and that we can actually achieve that. Um, be kind to ourselves, do not be overly critical, um, no guilt. I say no guilt because guilt is counterproductive. We all know if, if, we, if we don't succeed at something um, and then we beat ourselves up from it, we're gonna less likely to um, start it again. And then that's just, it doesn't get us anywhere. So I say counter, you know, put that guilt somewhere else, but not here. Um, the next one is we forget to do it. And that's easy to do. Life gets busy at times. So I say build in a reminder. Once you kind of have that in, um, you know, you kind of know what you want to do and when you want to do it, build it into your phone and your calendar. Do something so it becomes a routine. You don't really need to think about it. It pops up. I will tell you one of the things that I do is um, I started a little while ago is this plank challenge. It's a 30-day plank challenge to do five-minute plank by the end of 30 days. Talk about tough. That's challenging. So what, um, what I've done though, is I build in my calendar at nine o'clock every night. So um, that's what I do at nine o'clock every night. So tonight at nine o'clock, it will ding and I'll be on the floor doing plank. So um, it's good to do those things because otherwise I would totally forget. Um, exercise is boring. And you know what? I would, at times I can understand if you're thinking of exercise for exercise purpose, it can be boring. That's why it's really important. Your strategy should be to choose activities that you enjoy. If you like variety, then build variety into that routine. Um, join forces with friends. I, I didn't mention in the slide earlier, one of the, uh, the concepts I'm trying to pitch with people is right now with Zoom and the screen sharing we have, you know, you can set up a little group with some friends, family, share a screen, do an exercise class together. You know, those things can be very, very motivational. Um, the last slide for the barriers, and there are more barriers, but these are the ones I wanted to highlight. Um, I'm afraid I'll hurt myself. And that can be a real barrier for some people because you may say, I've got these issues. I've got a bad knee, I've got this and whatever. And, and I don't really wanna create any harm. So I'm not really sure what to do. So then we don't do anything. Um, what I would suggest is anything you do, take it slow, take it nice and easy, and then build it up. That will build your confidence in your ability to exercise and not injure your body. Um, if you are real concerned about something then seek out a professional, a physical therapist or exercise trainer, you know, somebody who can kind of help guide you. The last point I wanted to make here um, with the barriers is, as again, it, it's a very common one for any kind of um, lifestyle change we're trying to build in. We've tried it and we failed too much. And so you just, you know, don't want to try again because you keep failing. It makes us feel bad. I would propose and suggest just don't give up. Determine what your barriers are, um, what they've been, and then work on some strategies to overcome them, build in that little bit of success. One of my, um, one of the pillars that I've had in my life is strive for progress, not perfection. Um, it's really important that we, we, you know, that perfect idea of, of exercising and what we want to look like and what we want to have. Sometimes we got to let go of that and say, okay, I, I can't go for perfection. But if I can do better now, 
than what I did six months ago in this area, then I am doing better. And that's a really, really good thing. So I would say again, the ultimate purpose for exercise is really is to get your body moving more now than you did before. So keep that in mind. I mean, it's great to have those more aggressive goals. I mean, I have some aggressive goals for myself, but sometimes when you know life gets a little crazy, um, I need to be a little bit more kind to myself, back off of that and say, it's okay for this time period. And then you know, to back off a little bit, but then when I can start it up again, um, I used to get really frustrated with myself when I would have those times and I've gotten a lot better with that. And again, I feel my mental health is better. My, my physical health is better by having a different approach. Um, I just wanted to mention that discouragement again, which I've talked about several times. Um, I've worked with, uh, I've been a physical therapist for 32 years and I've worked with a lot of people over that time and discouragement, any, it, it's with any kind of goal, any kind of lifestyle, but change, but with exercise in particular, I've seen a lot of discouragement when people can't stick with it. So I will always say, don't let this, you know, if you stop again, start again, do not let it discourage you. Um, just plan to start again. That's as easy as that. Just plan to start again. The main goal is keeping your body moving. As I mentioned, if you miss a day or you don't have time, just build something little into it. If you're at your house, like, oh man, I didn't get this in today. You know, walk, um, walk or run up and down your stairs at home. I've done that. I'm like, oh man, I didn't get something in. So what I'll do is I'll run up and down my stairs five times. Um, I'll jog around even sometimes inside my house. Um, if I've, if I've been running, you know, late on doing something. Um, and, you know, I say again, whatever gets you moving. And the last thing worth repeating again, be gentle and kind to yourself. Remember progress, not perfection. Um, time check here. Oh, I'm running late. Um, so I did want to mention real briefly though about SMART goals, because this is, I think this is critical for success in anything we do in life is to develop something a little bit more concrete to hold us you know, what are we, what are we actually trying to accomplish? So the SMART goals, if you haven't seen this before, it's a great slide. Um, specific. The first part is specific. What outcome are you looking for? If it's, I want to develop consistent exercise, great, whatever it is, um, be specific about it. Say, I want to exercise two times a week. Well then build that into your goal. Um, measurable. How will you know when it's reached? Well, you build in that, that frequency two times a week, one time a week, three times a week, whatever it is. I love this one. Is it attainable? On a scale of one, one to 10, how confident do you feel that you'll do it? Uh, very important to look at that because again, when I said I was gonna do my intense cardio workout like an hour, three times a week, and I was gonna do my you know, hour long yoga two times a week, I'm like, that's a great idea, but that ain't happening. So I had to really pull back from that thinking, I might do that for a couple of weeks, but I'm not gonna sustain it. So I had to change that relevant, the next part, how meaningful is this goal to you on a scale of one to 10? If you, um, that's why it's really important to go back to why, what is my reason for exercise? What's that purpose for exercising? What do I want to accomplish? When you can really fine tune that a little bit more, it will make your exercise program a little more relevant. The last part is timed. When do you intend to reach this chosen endpoint? So what I did is a couple of brief um, uh, goals here. One really, really basic goal, um, take a brisk walk for 15 minutes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at seven o'clock, just a random goal. 
But you can see when I'm looking at this, it has all of those elements in it that I just discussed. Um, the second goal is a little bit more uh, involved, um, which actually tends to be um, one of my goals right now, which is I'll complete an eight fit cardio interval workout three times or 30 minutes, three times a week and my yoga for 20 minutes, two times a week. In this particular one, I didn't, I don't want to sign a day because my days are varied and changes, but my goal is to get these built in. And that is something I can do. It's attainable. It's relevant to me. Um, it's actually, these are both parts of exercise that I'm, that I'm really enjoying right now. So it, it works. Um, so, um, anyway, it just, the whole idea though, is to give some thought into it. If, if it's something that's important enough for you, it's really important. Um, it's, it's should be important enough to really put some, some meat on that, the skeleton and make a, a goal with it. The last thing I wanted to share with you is anytime we create a plan, I love this cartoon. You all may have, maybe have seen it before, but every time we create a plan, that top image is what we often think of it. We think, oh, this is the plan. Okay, I'm gonna do this and I'm, it's gonna work like clockwork and that's gonna be there and I'm gonna reach it and it's gonna be smooth sailing. But in reality, if we look back at things, it's really more of the, the second image. I mean, we, we falter and we have this or we've got this barrier or you know, the kids are doing this or whatever it is. And it just tends to look more like that up and down, up and down. But as with anything that's worth doing, sticking with it and being persevering with it, you can do it. You really can reach those goals. Um, and again, it's all about making you know better, better health, better, better um, life for you. Um, it's all for me. It always comes down to quality of life, um, and exercising for sure can definitely add a lot of quality to your life. Um, so I see with the clock, it looks like we have about uh, 15 more minutes. Um, we can, I don't know if there's any questions. Um, I'll go back to the queue and see. Right. So if anyone has any questions, feel free to type them into the chat box. And as a reminder, uh, Dr. Saunders can't give personal medical advice. Okay, thank you. Okay. So I have one question. When is the best time to have meals in relation to exercise? That's actually a really good question um, because once you, whenever you eat, it usually takes about 30 minutes or so for the, that digestive process to kind of get started. So really we would, um, generally speaking, um, I wouldn't start exercising anytime before maybe an hour after you eat. Um, you can do it probably 30 minutes safely, um, but you definitely wanna allow, you know, your blood flow to go to your digestive tract um, and to avoid cramping and other things like that. So very good question. I will throw in as far as exercising um, time of day. Look, get it in anytime you can get it in. Number one, just get it in, okay? But if you're really, if you've got some flexibility and you're really looking for the best time, morning times really are a great time to exercise because what exercising in the morning does, it actually establishes your metabolism for the day. And if you got up, if any of us got up every morning and we you know, put in 15, 20 minutes worth or so of exercise, we would, you would start to see a, a difference in your metabolism, your energy level in for the day. It really does help set that for the day. 
And then uh, we have a new question. How do you get back into exercising after taking a break, either due to medical conditions or injuries? I mean, that's a good question. And um, I, I hope that some of the things that I talked about here can help you. Um, I really would suggest taking a look at, uh, again, some of the key things I talked about here is, you know, what's, what's the reason you want to exercise? Do you want to do cardio? Do you want to do some other kinds of things? Try to find something you want to do. And then, then you have to find the right venue for that. Is it something you're going to tap into with friends? Is it going to be a gym or whatever? Try to find something that you think you're going to find that you will enjoy. Um, I, I, again, I suggest always suggest starting simple. I think when we bite off too much, um, we can't do it. So maybe what you do is you say, hey, look, I'm going to start with one day a week. I'm going to find this one activity. Maybe it's, you know, taking a brisk walk with a friend find someone and then build that in. Accountability is always great, especially when we're trying to start a new habit. So, I mean, those are a couple of brief suggestions. Okay. And then I think this is a follow-up to that question. If you have knee or shoulder issues, how do you know which exercises are safe to do? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and it's, you know, again, I, I, it's hard for me to talk about a lot of that, you know, um, in this, this forum. Um, I would suggest um, if you, you maybe, maybe you talk to your doctor about that. They can direct you to that. Maybe they would send you to a physical therapist for like a, like a one session uh, visit where they could evaluate you and then say, okay, do these kinds of exercises. Um, anytime you're dealing with injuries or, or joints that aren't working well, you definitely want to seek out some professional advice so that you don't injure anything. Because sometimes we actually can do more than we think we could do but we hold off on it because we don't want to injure. And then we're really not getting the benefit from it. So I really would suggest seeking um, some professional help with that. Okay. And then another question, uh, would you exercise before or after eating breakfast? Um, you know what? I think exercising before breakfast is great, um, but definitely hydrate yourself. I mean, especially in the morning, if you're going to exercise because um, when you know we've gone through this uh, fasting overnight when we're sleeping we also have not hydrated overnight um, and then if you exercise you don't want to further dehydrate yourself so you know what you might want to do is maybe get up in the morning maybe maybe chug you know four to six eight ounces of water and then exercise and then eat um, it, you could do it the other way around um, but I think for you know optimal um, you know, to optimize everything, that's probably the better approach because then you also don't have to wait after you eat. Okay. And then how do you feel about the College of Sports Medicine seven minute workout? Um, I think it's great. Um, they have a lot of great resources through there. Um, and I think, um, you know, anything from, from that organization is very good. Um, there's also a lot of other exercise organizations that are out there and even things like, you know, the American Heart Association um, in my in my I didn't even scroll to that page. Um, the resources for the presentation here um, that the National Institute on Aging, the NIH, the CDC. These are some great sources. If you just got onto those sites and looked up exercises, exercise programs, exercise routines, they provide a lot of um, very basic things that can be done um, that are very general in nature. And, and I, I support a lot of that. Okay. Um, there's a 
question slash comment. Um, my friend does PT and there was an app they were sent to. Is this free or only open to physical therapists? Oh, okay. So probably what they were doing, um, a lot of times when we, when we give home exercise programs to our patients, um, a lot of a lot of clinics, we um, have like home exercise programs that are on computer programs and whatnot that are, are apps that we can have our patients do. Typically that is very patient based, um, but I will tell you some of the apps like the eight fit that I mentioned here, um, the open fit apps that, that you can get in your app store. There are very, very similar ones. Um, what's a little different about the apps that I mentioned in this, this forum, um, is that they actually have several series of exercises, which is great, like, or even classes that you can attend. Oftentimes what we give our patients are maybe very, very exercises that are very much geared toward their issue that they're working on. So they're, they tend to be a little bit different. Okay. So we'll do one last call for questions. So thank you so much, Dr. Saunders, and for taking all this time to present on this topic, answering all our questions. And um, I also want to thank everyone who joined us for joining us for today's talk and take care and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's Encore presentation. To join us for live programs or to learn more about the East Brunswick Public Library, visit our website at ebpl.org.